friends. You're listening to Flip and Damo Say So. Hashtag FDSS. Where we talk all things life. Hope you can relate. And if not, you'll definitely learn something new. Hey, Flip. G'day, mate. How you going? I'm good. How are you? Good. Especially off the back of our last episode with the secrets. Oh, my God. It was amazing. So good. And we do have some more that we're going to talk about at the end of this as well. Yes. So bringing that segment back into every episode. I think it's going better than the NGLs. It's so funny. (laughs) So good. But we do have to bring up the elephant in the room. Well, the small bug in the room. The pronunciation of cicada. Cicada. (laughs) I just want to say that both of us were right. So there's a US version, which I'll play now. Cicadas. Which is what you say. Well, I don't say cicadas. I say cicada. No, cicada. Cicada. Sorry, I say cicada. Yeah. I'm a cicada, and which is the British version. Cicadas. No. So you're in the Commonwealth, so you should adapt to cicada. But we did uh, ask everyone in our workplace and the majority of them said cicada. No, 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 no. There was a mixed reaction. There was a mixed reaction. Anyway. Anyway, so we're both right. But also a locust is not a cicada. I was going to say. It's a form of a cricket. <laughs> so that was me fact-checking that one. So that that's good. <laughs> anyway, now that we got that out of the way, how was your Easter? Really good, thank you. Um, we do – well, my mum's Greek, so we kind of incorporate a little bit of, like, Greek Easter into normal Easter. Do you do, like, the full-on, like – Greek Orthodox? To, yeah. No, not really, but the the one thing that we do do – so we celebrate it on normal Easter than what – like, the same as what everyone else does. Mm. But mum does this thing – I don't know what it's traditionally called, but it's where you, you boil eggs – and paint them red or paint them whatever, and you play a game where you hold your egg and you someone else has their egg and you hit the top of your egg with the top of their egg or the bottom of your egg with the bottom of their egg and whosoever doesn't crack wins. So it was so funny because walking around our house, there was my whole family and then Paul's parents and we're all walking around going, who's got a top, who's got a top, oh, nah. <laughs> I've got a bottom left. No one's cracked my bottom yet. No, I've only got top. You've got bottom. And I was like, I feel like I'm at a gay traffic light party. <laughs> like, you know, who's top, who's bottom. It was so funny. And Paul genuinely didn't even mean to, was like, oh, no, my bottom's cracked. And, and was like, who by? And he goes, it was your mum. <laughs> your mum cracked it or something or Something like that. I can't remember the exact wording, but it was so funny. Maybe I should incorporate Greek Easter into my lifestyle. (laughs) You should. And then we just did a giant Nerf gun war in our house. Nice. Yeah. Put on like Eye of the Tiger and we're just running around the house like psychos. Eye of the Tiger. I love it. Mm. I can't even remember what I did Easter. Yeah. I've had, I think it was a pretty chill Easter. I didn't do too much. I was just enjoying the days off. Because your family's in Queensland. In Queensland, yeah. Just for people who don't remember. Yes. I always forget what Easter dates are so I can never really plan anything Mm. and then I actually forget what the religious meaning is I said to one of our friends I was like didn't he like die in a tunnel oh no yes I got a voice message from (laughs) one of our friends about that do you know what my friend thought what she said to me one day this was years ago this is my friend from the UK do we not eat red meat on good friday because Jesus was a vegetarian (laughs) amazing he was I'll never forget that that was hilarious Oh, yes. We went to the football. We did. I'm not going to say anything about this because I was just a fool. A fool? 
a feel. You went off tap. Yeah. You are 100% true blue, number one fan. I but it was just, good. I just, when I'm there, I can't help it. It's just something runs through my veins and I turn into that psycho person. You turn into a demon. Yeah, I do. <laughs> <laughs> but we won. Yeah, it was a great game, Anzac Eve game that we went to. It was 89,300 people. 84,985. Really? Yeah, or 83,985. I thought it was 89. No, 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 no. Oh, well, 83, 83. Yeah. But it was really packed. It was great. I liked it. Because they do the pre-ceremony Anzac sort of experience. So everyone has their phones on when the lights are out and they do like the national anthem. And, yeah, it's a really, really beautiful game to go to. Who do you think the best player was for the Demons that night? Well, I know who you think was. Yes, Cade Chandler. He's obsessed. (laughs) And also, Damo's obsessed with how the umpires or the refs, as you say, do the the throw-in. Decide. Yes. He was more interested in that than the actual game. If anyone hasn't seen it, just watch when they throw it in from the sideline. They aim it with both hands and then all of a sudden it's just one hand that just throws it behind them and it's so high. I would throw a shoulder out if I did that. <laughs> Honestly, they must have to train just to, to throw the fucking ball. Anyway, it was great. Now, when we were at the game, I offered you some of my fish and chips mm. and you were like, oh, I don't like soggy chips. I was like, they're not soggy, they're fresh. And you ate one, your exact words were, yeah, soggy. <laughs> <laughs> so I think there's a great debate on this. There's either soggy chip or crunchy chip lover. Mm-hmm. I'm 100% crunchy. I like it crunchy, but I like the the middle of the chip where it's not super crunchy. I can't explain it properly. So you're a bit of a half-half? Half-half. Nah, it's got to be crunchy all the way. If they're left in there a little bit longer or come out crunchy, yum. Mm. I've got friends as well that like the soggy chips. So I recently went to Bell's Chicken with them. Yeah. And there, there was like all the crunchy ones left in their basket. And I was like, fuck, I'll have them. Yum. I think I like the soggy ones now that you nah. say that. Well, You um, made yours extra soggy because you put vinegar on them. Oh, vinegar, salt and vinegar on chips or like hash browns or potato cakes, the best. Nah. Try it. My mouth is so confused with salt and vinegar. Why? <laughs> it doesn't know whether to like pucker up or like be loose. I'm just not sure. <laughs> you can't deal. Well, it seems like you get a little bit confused with all kind of foods because <laughs> where were we? Oh, at the Hatter and the Hair in Bayswater with some friends for brunch. And Damo, out of nowhere, is like, um, how do they juice a spinach? <laughs> <laughs> no, I need to explain this. So I was reading the juices and someone was ordering a juice and it said like apple, pear, something else and something else. And at the end it was spinach. And I'm like... One, do they, like, put everything in the juicer together, like apples, spinach and everything, so it kind of juices it out? Or will they juice everything and then blend it in, like, an actual blender with spinach pieces everywhere? But I just don't understand why you would even think of that. Like, In my head I was processing it and then the word just came out, okay? (laughs) So I'm just thinking of a little spinach juicing factory where there's these old, I don't know, women, like, wringing out the spinach, like how they dry out clothes in the old days. Getting a drop. (laughs) That one's done. <laughs> Anywho, that's enough about food chat. Yeah. It's making me hungry. Um, I just want to also explain the reason probably why you're getting hacked so much <laughs> is because you are so vocal with your full legal name. We were at 
chemist warehouse the other day and Felicity was just getting some medication and they said, what name are you waiting for? And you're like, oh, Felicity, Felicity Richards. And I was like, yell, you yell that out in the middle of chemist warehouse. All you have to say is like your surname. I'm waiting for Richards. Thank you. What? Who's going to hack me, a 90-year-old man? You never know. Getting yeah. his vitamin D tablets. <laughs> <laughs> They're the ones that really get you. But I will admit, I am. I swear I'm on their top list for hacking. I am getting messages like twice a day. Mm-hmm. But I feel so empowered now because I'm like, see ya, and I just delete them straight away and I feel so good. Because you've learned. Although the other day I got one from Latitude and I, was, and I said to Paul, I said, babe, do I have a Latitude account? And he's like, delete it. Oh, my God. What, do you have one? So they had a leak recently. Oh. <gasps> I don't have latitude, I don't think. I don't know what that is. It's like finance as well. So I did because I financed a product from Apple like years ago. Mm. So they've probably got like my Queensland address on there or something. And they recently sent an email out saying, yep, we've also been compromised, data leak, blah, blah, blah. So good thing you deleted it. I delete it. Paul's like, delete it. You don't have anything latitude. Yeah, I reckon because our information is now out there more accessible from all these leaks – a lot of people are trying to hack everybody like more than what they would have because they wouldn't have had like your email, your number and everything like that. That's what I think. Maybe, yeah, you could be right. Yeah, because my email address, fucking hell, I'm getting smashed with like Disney Plus, Kogan. <laughs> this bitch wanted to sell her bloody whole family to me the other day. <laughs> Did you buy them? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, no. We're going to talk about like glow up, I think. Mm -hmm. So basically we're going to talk about what we know now if we would have changed that when we were younger. Yeah, what we would have done differently if we know what we knew now when we were younger. Mm -hmm. I think we're going to talk and split it up into like maybe a physical talk. So like appearance, what made us who we are right now, and then a mental chat. Yeah. I'll let you go first because I know you've had a bit of a change of lifestyle from when you're a teenager to now. I was a massive emo kid, like a scene. I went through a couple of phases, but me now, like I get, well, I don't get lashes anymore, but I get the nails, I had the lashes, I get the tan, I had the blonde hair, I'm now brunette. Um, Maybe I'm going back emo again. No. (laughs) But I am very much everything that when I was younger, I was like, oh, my gosh, they're like metro losers and now, like, I feel like I kind of am that person. I know we touched on it, like, in a previous episode about what you were following, like, your email style. When did you transition from, like, being an emo to, like, not a pretty girl but, like, more materialistic? I think, like, probably I've always done my nails and that kind of thing. Even when you're an emo? Yeah, because I rip my skin. If I don't have – I didn't get them as fancy as what I do now, but I always had, like, shellac or something on them. Black. Yeah, yeah, exactly right. And my second boyfriend was, like, in metal bands and stuff, so we would – you know, I was always that kind of, like, cool punk rocker metal girl. Probably, like, around, like, 23, 24, 25, I Mm -hmm. kind of started changing. I don't know why or what for. Question on that. Mm -hmm. Did your boyfriend at the time influence you being an emo or were you emo before that? No, I was I was like a scene emo kid. We met at a place called Hardcore Church. That's right. We've talked about that. Yeah, I was definitely an emo kid probably from like 17, 18, mm-hmm. 16, 17, 18. But, yeah, so me, I had like the emo hair. I had my lip pierce. I had my tongue pierced at once. I had my septum, which I still do, but it was different back then. Double nose pierced. My ears were stretched to like 24 mil, which I've years ago had them sewn up. Did they stink? Oh, I didn't really smell them. That's gross. Everyone with stretched yeah, ears. Yeah, they're not nice. Stink. But like I didn't take them out. That makes me feel sick. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was that something you would change? 
And not get it, no, you know? No, because I knew that I could always get them sewn up if I wanted to. Right. So when I got older and I was like, you know what, maybe I'll look into it and it wasn't as expensive as what I thought and I was like, I'm going to do it. So I got them sewn up and you can't even tell, no one knows that I ever had my ears stretched. Question though, any of that that you just spoke about, would you have changed? Not a thing. Not a thing. No, no regrets. I love personality-wise, I still have that kind of don't care what people think, like attitude, you know, don't let people – change who you are or make you someone who you're not, that phase of my life. Because, you know, in high school the emo kids were like the losers and the ones that were a bit weird and would go to like the, you know, Soundwave and the metal shows and we were always like the misunderstood ones. So it kind of gave me that balls to just be really like independent and like who I am and not care what people think. Yeah. So I would not change that for a second. I love how you said Soundwave because I actually went to a Soundwave oh, concert. Did you? Well, festival. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Because I, I was a bit of a floater. <laughs> so I would kind of not – I was still me, but I would adapt to kind of the environment and people I was around. Anyway, so I was kind of like a surfy kind of long blonde hair <laughs> guy. <laughs> Why you laugh now? Because I want you to say what else, what you used to wear. Yeah, so when I was working at City Beach – for you that don't know in Victoria, everybody, City Beach is similar to like surf, dive and ski. Do they not have that in Queensland, City Beach? No, that's where City Beach is, Queensland. We have a City Beach here. Where? In Eastland. Do you actually? Yeah. Oh. Keep going. I'm just going to quickly fact check that. Yeah, because I don't, I don't think there was any in Victoria. Anyway, <clears throat> I used to wear a shell necklace because <laughs> I was cool like that. I wanted to be the Chad Michael Murray. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, I used to be that little straight boy. Yeah, there's one in Eastland. A city beach? Yes. Oh, there you go. City beach, Melbourne, CBD. City beach stores in Victoria. CBD? Yeah. Nah. There is. Where is it in the CBD? Um, I don't know, but there's one in Eastland. Eastland, I would agree, because that's like suburban. CBD? Suburban. Anyway, it exists. Yes. So that was me when I was younger. At school? Mm-hmm. Mm, I would say because I was in the the floating kind of category, I was never with the popular kids, was never with the ugly kids, I was never with the same kids. Don't say ugly. (laughs) Well, we used to call them team ugly. (sighs) So I feel like I was a somewhat tiny bit of a bully. Is this when you were in the TFS? (laughs) No. Moving on. I feel like... If I knew about school, I would probably be less of a bully or a bit nicer to people, even though those people are probably, I don't know, I don't even talk to them, but they're probably successful now, probably have a rich house and shit like that. Well, see, that's the thing because a lot of people that I went to school with that that were the popular ones are like you find them on Instagram or Facebook now and just like, oh, my God, like that's, Mm. okay, not saying that, you know, their life's turned to shit at all, but it's just like isn't it funny how in school you just think that, being pretty and being popular is like the most important thing. I think I'm living a better life than half the people that I went to school with. And I was I was like you. I wasn't a loser. I wasn't a cool kid. I was kind of just friends with everyone. I definitely wasn't a bully. I hated the bullies. Yeah. There's, there's some of the popular people that I went to school with, they're doing well. Yeah. Like someone's a general manager of a fucking fitness industry yeah. and I was like, shit. They're not all turned shit if you're popular. It's not like if you're a popular kid at school, you're a bad person yeah. after. It's so funny though, after you finish school, a couple of years after, if you run into someone that you went to school with that you would have never spoken to, then you actually talk to them. Yeah. It's so funny. No, I totally agree. So I think when like if anyone's listening down there and during like school or even university, just be you. I could not agree more. School, in my opinion, means 
nothing. Yeah. And I think this is if I had have known what I know now than what I know when I'm back in high school, I used to like stress about getting my homework in on time and get – I wasn't a great student academically, but I'm like, who cares? All I want my child to be is a good human being. I don't care if they get terrible marks as long as they're a good human being and know like right from wrong. That's genuinely all I care about. Do you and know I, what? What? Schools should teach people how to do their tax. Yes. How to like budget for groceries and shit like that. How like mortgages work. When the fuck have I ever used algebra outside of school? No, never. And I get that some people would have to learn that if you go into like, I don't know. Engineering. Whatever that stuff is. Yeah. But no, not me. I went into pharmacy. I never used any of that. But I don't care. Like, I feel like if you know what you want to do, you're going to study for it accordingly. But no one knows what you want to do when you're that young. No. No. no one. I'm just going to backflip a little bit on mm-hmm. when you said that you were listening to like Parkway Drive mm-hmm. and heavy metal and bullshit. Yeah. I bullshit. used <laughs> <laughs> I used to listen to like R&B. Oh. Like the good R&B, like yeah. the Yin Yang Twins, the fuck I can't think of it off the top of my head now, but I used to make a mixtape. Tiara? Yeah, Ciara, Ciara, she was there, Ciara, yep. Ciara, Cicada, Cicada. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I used to make a mixtape because someone had a old Corolla. Okay. And it was only like a, a tape the player. The tape cassette, yeah. So I used to put all of the good songs on it and like we so just you- drive around in this little purple Corolla. Cute. Well, speaking of R&B, well, not really, but most people know this who know me well, went through an Eminem phase where I genuinely don't understand, like hand on heart, I don't understand how my parents didn't get me help. I had so many Eminem posters on my walls that I ended up going on the roof. I had Eminem toys. I had Eminem phone cases. I used to like cry listening to him. Wow. It was I was mentally not well. That sounds like an addictive personality. It was, yeah. And I think that's what I do with everything. Like when I really get into something, that's my everything. That's why like when I turned into an emo, I wasn't just like, okay, I'll just listen to the music. I was like, nah, I want to be the person and I just, I don't know, I'm weird like that. So I've gone through some odd phases. Would you change listening to Eminem? Nah. Or how obsessed you were? Nah. Loved it. Because I'm quite a bit of a, I think I'm a little bit of a swearer sometimes. There are some things that I think, "Mm, why do I think like that? Or why do I have those weird thoughts? And I think his old music, people who really like Eminem will know that his old school stuff was the best. He's had very, very dark, messed up lyrics. Mm. And I love that because I'm just like a normal person, but I do have that side to me where it's just like, oh, there she is. I'm sorry. The screamo music you're listening to today was more messed up than Eminem. No, but see, this is the thing. So if you listen to the lyrics to an Eminem song and then like the lyrics to a Parkway Drive song, for example, just because you can't understand the lyrics in the Parkway Drive song doesn't mean that they're singing or screaming about bad stuff. They actually scream about good stuff. Eminem screams about fucked up stuff. (laughs) It's weird. Anyway. See, I wouldn't regret listening to all that music or wearing the shell necklace. No. (laughs) If anything, I should have worn more shell necklaces and come out earlier. That's what I should have done. (laughs) Also, I think it's good that we went through those phases because – You don't really know who you are until you kind of, you know, you're older and you look back and you go, nah, you know, that wasn't me. You know, I am who I am now, if that makes sense. Yeah, that does. Skincare, though. (laughs) I would wear more sunscreen when I was younger. Yeah, you're really good with your skincare. I'm not. So I still don't look after my skin. You wear sunscreen, though, yeah? On your face? You should wear it every time you go out of the house. I know, but I don't. Bitch, you go and get so much wrinkles. No, it's what Botox is for. No, you're going to have to go up more frequently. See you later, money. (laughs) 
<laughs> no, nah, like I would 100%. I'll go to the beach, right? <laughs> Here we go. Hear me out. I'll lay down in the sun, depending on the UV. So if it's a high UV above seven, which means it's super fucking hot, <laughs> I'll sit out there for, say, 10, 15 minutes. Then I'll flip and do the same 10, 15 minutes. If it's a lower UV, it's 20, 25 minutes. Mm-hmm. Then I'll go for a swim just to freshen up. Then I'll come back and do just a shorter period till harvest. So I'll either do like a seven minutes if it's 15 or I'll do like a 10 if it's 20. Do the flip again and then I'm set. Yes, we did that in Sydney, I remember. <laughs> we did. So I used to do that when I was younger, although there was one time I fell asleep on the beach oh. when I was hungover. And I was like on my side and the whole side of me that night oh. was red raw blister. <laughs> Why are you letting your lesson there? Did you ever sneak out? No, not really. Can I ask a question though? Were your parents strict? They were only strict on knowing where I was at all times. So if I said, oh, I want to go to a party or something like that, they'll be like, cool, I'm going to take you just so I know where it is and you're there. And then if I said if I had to leave or something to go somewhere else, then I'd just let them know and they were fine. Okay, so they weren't strict. My parents were really strict. So my parents, like I remember one day my mum called a party to ask if there was going to be alcohol and they said no and I got there and there was alcohol. They were like, oh, your mum called and we told her that there wasn't alcohol so you could come. Me being me, having the you know heart that I have, I was like, I went out and called mum. I was like, mum, they lied to you. There's alcohol. You can come get me if you want. my God. Yeah, and she let me stay. I wasn't allowed to go to like parties where there was underage drinking and that kind of thing. Like they were quite not strict in a mean way, just in like a protective way. So I used to sneak out all the time. Yeah, see, it can have a like negative effect. And this is what I've said to my mum and dad many times. It all came out at my 21st when one of my good friends did a speech and mum was like mortified. She was like, I can't believe you did that. Like, can you imagine if like you had died and the police came to our door at three o'clock in the morning and I had to explain to your friend's parents that, you know, Felicity and their friend snuck out and now they're dead. And I was like, oh, I actually feel really bad about like, like I understand, but I'm like, if you had have actually just not been as strict on me, I wouldn't have felt like I had to sneak out. Exactly. So I see both sides, but I remember this one time I was sneaking back in the house. So I was sneaking out the backyard and as I was doing it, dad came out because they had friends over and he was like checking the, like that the fire had been snuffed out and just, you know, doing last minute tidy up. So I was like crouched down in the backyard, like hiding. And I was like, oh, maybe I'll just pretend to be on the phone. And if he's like, what are you doing? I'll be like, oh, my friend's just having a really hard time. I just need to come out and talk to them or something. Anyway, I was like, no, no, no. So I ran back out the front and then I hid in the letterbox of the next door neighbour and was watching them through the hole of the letterbox as their friends left because they were all waving goodbye. I've never been closer to getting caught and I was like, I'm dead. Like my parents are going to actually send me to like boarding school. What did you used to do? Like put the pillows under your blanket so it looks like you're there? They wouldn't come and check on me. Like if when I said goodnight, I'm going to bed, they wouldn't come and check on me that I'm still there They because they didn't think I used to sneak out. Right. So there's nothing to worry about. And they never heard you sneaking out. No. You're we, pretty stealth. Well, the house was quite big. There was like a back end of the house and they were right at the front. But And again, Mum, I'm sorry if you're listening, which I know you're not. But anyway, I used to like go to their alcohol cabinet and just have like shots of their alcohol and then walk to like a park or the skate park or like a party or whatever. That's so funny. Yeah, we used to do it all the time. 
I never snuck out. Yeah, you didn't need to. No, didn't need to. No. Where did you want to live when you were younger and you were 16, 17, 18? Did you see yourself living and staying in Queensland? So as soon as I finished school, I knew I was going to move to the Gold Coast. Mm -hmm. Like that was just a given and that happened. Um, Never did I think I was going to move to Melbourne. Really? No. So why did you? When I came here for holidays, I was like, this place is like amazing. Like it just opened my eyes up to what else is out there besides Gold Coast and Brisbane. There's so many different pockets of culture here. I was like, fuck it. I want to move here. That's when me and my best mate just packed up and moved here that time. I haven't looked back since. Yeah. I think when I, if I was going to be younger, I suggest anyone when they're in the age that they can to start traveling, go anywhere that you can. You don't have to like say, I'm going to live there, but it's just opens up eyes and opportunity. Don't be sheltered in the same fucking environment that you've lived in forever. Me. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it's good that you've moved around suburbs <laughs> as I grit my teeth. I've lived in four different houses in Croydon and two different houses in Doncaster. Okay, sheltered life. But <laughs> but you feel comfort with that, yeah? Yeah. I've wanted to since I was probably, you know, 16, 17, 18, always wanted to move to Queensland for the weather, always. A lot of Melbourne people say that. Well, I wanted to to the point where I said to Paul, when I quit my last job before I came to where I am now, I was like, I want to move to Queensland. Let's do it. Let's pack up and stick to this weather. But it's interesting because it was also before I started on my anxiety medication. So Mm. when I was on my anxiety medication and I started thinking about things more rational and not getting affected by everything the way I was, I now don't want to live anywhere else. Fair cool, fair cool. Speaking of like owning a house, Mm -hmm. I know you've got a property, but I wish I saved more. Oh, yeah. I wish those little dolomites that our family started with the Commonwealth Bank when we were younger grew into a house. I agree. That's one thing I – and that's one thing I tell my nieces and nephews, put money you've got, try and save as much as you can. Yeah. Any parents that have kids that are listening to this that are growing up, there was a friend of mine in school where her parents said, cool, the income you get every week – I want you to give 10% of that to me as board. You're now an adult, you're kind of paying rent, then you're going to pay for your internet and things like that. Then I suggest either giving all of that back when they're either 18 or 21 to just kickstart their life. Yeah, That's going to give them such a big boost. And especially in this like day and age with the economy going up and up and up. Yeah. When that happened to her, she's like traveling. I think she's bought an apartment, like fantastic. No, I agree. One of my best friends, she, her parents kind of drilled it into her that, you know, when you start getting a job, you have to pay for like your school uniform and your school shoes and that kind of stuff and I always thought like oh that's not very fair yeah wow but she's so good with her money now yeah so good with her money and I'm terrible with my money so that's one thing as well I it's not really a physical thing but definitely it is something that I wish that I had known better me too 100% all right so now we're going to go on to like kind of the mental side of things I feel like we've kind of blended the mental and physical a little bit but we've got a few more to touch on yep one thing that I and I know you as well wish that I was a bit more, was more confident, like to stand up to bullies or those popular people. Or just being confident in terms of like going for an interview for a job. You're right. I was very confident in terms of like, I remember when I got in trouble at school for wearing dark eyeshadow and I wrote this big letter being like, you're telling us not to conform to other people and you're telling us to be our own person, blah, blah, blah. And I never got in trouble for it again. So I was very confident in that aspect, but I think I was like I never got a detention or anything because I was always too scared that like, oh my gosh, if I get a detention, like I'm going to get in so much trouble. Do you know what I mean? So I wish 
for me, that confidence, yeah, and, and bullies and that kind of thing as well. Not that I got bullied a lot, but standing up to people who did get bullied. Could I stand up for people now all the time? Yeah, you love the old man. You always stand up for how slow they are. I do. I will. And if I see someone getting treated badly in public, I will be the first person to go and say, no, that's wrong and stand up for them. Yeah, I kind of wish I did a little bit more of that when I was younger. Oh, that's a good one. Good one, Flip. I wish I stuck to a hobby more than what I'm trying to do now because it'd be easier if you did it when you were younger, like getting fit. That's a physical one, but it is mentally as well because you need the motivation. Yeah. It's so much harder to lose weight, get into shape, do whatever your goals are older than if you had a focus when you were younger. I'm not saying like do just that one thing and focus on that because you can get complacent over time. Mm. Imagine doing that for like 10, 15 years. If I looked after myself a little bit better, I feel like I would enjoy and be easier to get where I want to be now. Yeah, because you're building those habits. Correct. So maybe drinking a little less was also something I should have focused on. I'm not saying I regret any of it, but yeah, spending a lot of money on going out, Mm. things like that. They're going to be memories I have forever, so I don't regret it for that. Yeah, just a little bit less would have been nice. Mm. Yeah, no, I get that. I think another one that I just thought of then is piano. I wish I freaking stuck at that, but I can't now with these nails, so whatever. Well, I play the drums and I didn't keep that going either. Did you play the drums? Yeah, I did. I learned the drums. (laughs) (laughs) I think just for me in general, I just wish I knew in high school that high school wasn't everything because at that time you do think that you're going to be your friend forever, that's going to be your status forever, that's going to be your boyfriend forever and your best friend forever. It doesn't happen like that. No. When you're in high school, that is your whole entire world and you don't know any different. When they said to me, high school is going to be the best years of your life, I remember I used to laugh and go, oh, my God, cool life if this is the best years. Comparing... I'm not saying high school was the best years, but comparing to what you have to deal with when you are an adult, like paying bills, organizing yourself, working, mm-hmm. you know, trying to get a house, trying to pay a mortgage, all that kind of stuff. High school was so easy and you don't know that then. And I think that's what I wish. I wish that I wasn't so worried about getting in trouble or wasn't so worried about sticking up for people because at the end of the day, those years mean nothing. Well, yeah. sorry, they do mean a lot. They've, they've made me who I am. But you think you're going to go to jail if you don't do good in school or whatever. It's not like that. Yeah. It's funny because you think school is like such a big chunk of your life, but it actually isn't. It's not at all. No. I think it really forms your identity because mentally I'm very much the same person I was in high school. Physically I've changed a lot. But, yeah, I just wish that, I don't know, I just thought it was everything and I was so scared of doing certain things because I was like, no, I can't do that. And now I'm just like, fuck it. I wish I was just a bit more confident. Yeah, I reckon that's my biggest thing. I agree with that. That's something I'll leave everyone on is that do what you want to do, not what you should do. Definitely. Okay, now we're on the best part of the podcast. Say so secrets. Remember again, it's not appropriate for everyone. If you do have kids in the car or if you don't like talking about or listening to certain inappropriate topics, turn off now. Yes, and we're not going to do a disclaimer every time. When you you hear say so secrets, you know it's going to be juicy. Okay. (laughs) This one is pretty full on, okay? Right. So they said, had sex with my partner on my work staff table early morning, then everyone ate their lunch at it on their breaks. <laughs> <laughs> Love. 
Okay, first thing I want to say is I genuinely could never have the guts to have sex with my partner at the workplace. Why? Nah, what if there's cameras? Second of all, if you get caught, that is you done. Like that is, you can't come back from that. I don't think that's a fireable offence. Are you kidding? Having, Having sex, sex, at, sex work. at the workplace? Nah. Hang on a minute. You Where's tell that me in the contracts? You tell me. Well, there's not a lot in the contracts, so that much. <gasps> you tell me now that if I brought Paul into our office yeah. and had sex with him on my desk and they found out, you think they would keep me? Yeah, they no would not. No way. No way. That's not a fireable offence. No way. 100% is not a fireable offence. Are you kidding? Nah. I would applaud you. I'd be like, fuck yeah, well done. I'm not saying like if you want to do that good on you, I'm just saying that I don't understand because it terrifies me, the thought of I just think you can't come back from that. No, nah, I think it's it's hot, it's juicy, it starts up the sex life again, 100%. No, nah, too scary. It's just if, like doing it in public. If you're like a CEO of a company and you've got your own office and like all that kind of thing, maybe. No, but, do it in oh, the CEO's office. Nah, no <laughs> way. I'd be too scared. Nah, I love it. What the hell? And. Also, you would get fired for that. Well, maybe in the CEO's office. No, you wouldn't. No. Okay, if everyone knew that you had had sex in the office with your partner, they would have to fire you. No. Well, all and right. If, this- there's, if there's recordings, you bloody get that recording because you could sell that shit. <laughs> oh, my God. Damn. Anyway, well done to this person. All right. I applaud them. The, the next funny one- thing is, though, what? you're all eating lunch and you're like sneakily being like, fuck yeah, I fucked in here and you're all eating your lunch. <laughs> That's funny. I think that's the funniest part of it. Did they clean after it? Oh, Get look, you know what? If you're going to have sex in the office, good on you, but at least have the decency to, to clean up. Yeah, clean that shit up. Like yeah. spray and wipe, but it's Surely. pretty funny. Wow. I can't believe that you don't think you'd get fired. People have jerk-offs in the bathrooms at work all the time. That's different. You're in the bathroom and you're mm. by yourself. You're by yourself with your partner P.S. after I think, hours. I think that's still weird. It is It doesn't weird. matter. It's your workplace. Nah. Oh, interesting. Anyway, next one. Who do you think has better style out of you both? Oh, okay. Very different because we're obviously of different genders, but. I think you do. Do you reckon? I think when I'm. Actually, yes. (laughs) I don't wear my Spice Girls top for five days straight in a row. I washed it many times. I did like three loads of washing in Mardi Gras, thank you. I'm not saying it's unhygienic. I'm saying that's just a repetitive style for five days in a row. And I also wear the same thing to work all the time. Yeah, you do. I'm either, I'm zero or a hundred. Like if I'm going out, I'm dressed to the nines. If I'm not doing anything, I'm in socks and slides, a crop with gym leggings from Sheen. Whereas when you're kind of on your cash, you're still quite, Stylish? Depends. I've got like probably three different tiers of casual. <laughs> but I've never seen you looking like, like sometimes I look homeless. Oh, I don't look homeless, but I feel very comfort right now. Yeah, but it's still fashionable comfort. I'll take it. That's a good compliment. Thank you. But when we go out. Okay, what? <laughs> I don't know. Well, no, fashionable. Like you still wear the nice brands and stuff. That's what I say for when I go out. But it's really hard for us men to go out and look different every time. We can't. Jeans, button up. The only thing that we can kind of mix is the accessories. Fair. So we have to wear a button up that looks mm. nice. Bit old party shirt. Look, I'm going to say that we both kind of do in different ways. In our ways, own ways. But if you had to give an award, it would be to Damo. I'm think. an extra 0.5 over. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. 
Demo, this one's... Oh, no, because you did speak about your shower scents. Someone said, how are the shower scents going? You said you would tell us, but have never. Okay, yes, for my birthday last year. Are these like the shower bomb things? Yes, yes. you put them in the corner or on a shelf in the shower, and then it like makes the shower really scented. One, I've got a small ensuite, right? It overpowers the fuck out of the ensuite. In en a good way or bad way? In a good way. Okay. But I'd be like sitting on the couch, and then I can get a waft of my ensuite. To the point I have to shut the doors, because you associate... You know, sometimes you associate that smell with like toilet yeah, shower, yeah. but they're really good. They don't steam up or anything like that. They're just really nicely scented. Okay. And I've got all the range that I think they're from Maya, I want to say, but I'm not sure. So try them out. Okay. Oh, one hot tip. Make sure you put it on like a little plate if you're going to oh. put it on the ground. Does it stain? It doesn't stain, but it like slowly like um, dissolves. So the yellow ones look like piss in the oh. corner. And they last for a couple of cycles. So oh, it's not just one shower. Yeah. I thought it was just one shower. No. It stays there for like probably a maximum a week and a half. Because oh. as you shower, it's not directly under the water. As the water comes off it just, the body. It, yeah. yeah, okay. So nice. put on a little plate. Um, P.S. We've kind of gone off topic. The last two weren't really confessions. But anyway, moving on. This is one. Cairns, Queensland here. Oh, so is that it, where you used to live? No. That's <gasps> well north Queensland. Oh. That's like... 14 hours sense. from Brisbane. Thanks for listening, Cairns. Yeah. <laughs> I just realised because you were like, oh, we have a Cairns listener. I was like, yeah, cool, that's Queensland. Yeah, right up, but up like, top. Yeah. But I love that they've put where their location is. I love that too. Keep that up, everybody. Yes. <laughs> and then we'll get heaps. Because we also have a Germany listener, remember? Melbourne. Yes. Anyway, this confession is great. I love it. I have a kink. Guys have to fuck me wearing socks. Clean or dirty. If they don't wear socks, then I can't get into the mood. A guy slipped his sock off once during sex. His toes touched my leg and I got the ick. Told him to put it back on instantly in the mood. So Damo, wear socks. Oh, my God. This person and me need to connect. <laughs> I need to get a flight out to Cairns tomorrow. I love one, number one, how detailed they are in this. Very detailed. I love that he said his toes touched their legs and I got the ick because, <laughs> like, when you're when you're having sex, like surely that's not going through your mind, but this person's obviously so paranoid about having socks on that they're like, oh, my God, what is that? It's someone's toes. Look, I'm going to confess right now. Why? I get so turned on when a guy wears socks. They don't have to have them on in sex. That's yeah. like a bit much. But like if they're sending me like some photos and they've got socks on, and they're naked, I get turned on more than if they didn't have socks on. Really? Yeah, I don't know what it is. It must Weird. be a gay man thing. Wow, Cairns, Queensland. Get in touch with Damo if you're ever in Melbourne. Slide in the DM. <laughs> no one from Queensland's talking to me recently. So <laughs> I like that one. Um, someone said, confession, we had a class together, but you don't remember me. <laughs> I feel like that's you because you're a bully. I'm not a bully. <laughs> well, this is probably that person that has recently reached out to me on the socials. <laughs> And I threw Facebook Messenger and I'm like, <laughs> I'm like thinking, who are you? You're talking to me as if like you've known me before. And I'm like, oh, it's one of these bots or these spams or whatever. Anyway, I look into it further and I was like, fuck, I think I went to school with this girl. <laughs> so you were that person who's like, I don't remember you. I don't, no. So oh. primary school, that's a fucking oh, long time ago. Oh, that's a long time, time ago. ago. Long okay. time ago. Think it, if it is her, she used to piss her pants. <laughs> I mean, not probably what you want to be remembered for, but we all did that in private school at one stage, surely. I didn't. Oh, you wouldn't know. I peed my pants the other day when I was walking Diego with Paul. 
I didn't wee my pants, but something happened because I really needed to go and a little bit came out and I was like, we need to go home now. Were you laughing? Yeah, I can't remember what it was. Or I like was jumping, chasing Diego or something. So when I have a baby, I'm screwed. I'm going to wet myself all the time. Wow. Anyway, that went a bit off track. Yeah, so sorry that I don't remember you, but. And that you think she used to pee her pants. She did. I catfish people with my fake Instagram. Love. Oh. Love. Because you know how there's people who you want to go on their profile but they're private and you're like, fuck, I just want to be able to stalk them but you can't. Yeah, that's what we use the Insta page for. You do. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. But when you say catfish, oh, catfishing is where you're like trying to hook up with people, isn't it? Yeah, so they're sliding in the DMs as someone else. Just don't get what you would get from that. Yeah, are you trying to find out some information from the other person? Yeah. Or, or, and I know this is going to sound really mean, are you struggling like dating and you just want to have that feeling of someone liking you? Because that's really sad. I really want to speak to a catfish person, like mm. a serial catfish, and be like, what purpose are you doing it for? Like, what do you get out of it? I think a lot of it are people who don't have confidence and who might think they're really unattractive and they can't get a partner. So they pretend to be someone else to get a really good-looking person. There's an added layer onto that because if the other person finds out that it's a catfish, it just makes it worse. Yeah, and it always does end up worse. But it's like serial killers. Like you just don't – they probably don't realise what they're doing is that bad. True. Like they just – it's just men- – it's a mental – I'm not saying that they're mentally unwell, but it's 100% like a, a mental kind of thing. Not like a mental illness. It's just like you'd have to think a little bit differently to – Go that far? Maybe? Yeah, that's true. I was going to say that I don't think there's one thing that can associate positively with a catfish. Not at all. But is there a movie recently on Netflix where the chick's catfished, she goes to visit him, but then actually ends up falling in love with the person after she finds oh, out they're a catfish? I love that. I think there is. I, I mean, I don't know check. how that's possible. I would just be like, mate, get a life. Well, I think she tries to go home, but her flight gets cancelled. Oh. The room that she gets in gets double books or something like that so she has to go back to this guy's place oh. have lunch or have christmas or something with the family i'm not oh. sure so he's not like a creeper he's just not no. who he said he was yeah exactly okay, different exactly. story well no same thing it's catfish he's just no i know but i think if i was getting catfished by like you a 70 year like, old man yeah. who was like a creeper that's different but if it was just a cute little guy who wasn't my type that was trying to be my type and then mm. i was like oh you're actually kind of cute i like a cute little loser all right, next one. I want to ask you out, but I'm scared. Ooh. Okay. Obviously me again. Jeez, everyone just wants to talk to you. Ask Silently, anonymously. Do you know what, though? I've said this to you many times. <gasps> Am I getting catfish? No. You give out mean vibes sometimes. <laughs> what do you mean? You're very picky. I'm so not. I think you are. So I feel like this could be some really cute little loser being like, oh, I really like him, but he's not going to like me. And I can just imagine if he's not like perfect, you'd be like, "L." Can I just say, <laughs> let's wheel the, the clock back a little bit. One, you just called him little. Two, just- and you said loser. So you, who's the mean one in this situation? Come on. <laughs> I am partial to someone who's shorter than me, so thank you very much. And they can be a loser, so. <laughs> no, they can't. They can be. You don't know me. You don't know my type. I'm very open book. Hang on a minute. <laughs> All right, slide into his DMs, Anonymous. Yeah, please do. <laughs> you know what? I've stopped sliding into people's DMs, so I need some reverse psychology situation here. People need to start coming to me. Yeah, I agree. No more am I reacting on Instagram. I give up. All right, the man is spoken. 
And the last one, quite funny actually, because we just spoke about this, they said snuck out of my house. Well, you have. Well, but also give us a little bit more information. Um, I actually, going back on that, sneak out of my house now. <laughs> just to tiptoe past the housemate if I want to get a dick date, you know what I mean? No, no, but that's different. Yeah, like, it's still sneaking out of the house. It is, but yeah. I actually sneak out more as an adult than I did when I was a child. <laughs> Go figure. That's amazing. All right, they're really good ones. Again, please give a little bit more information. Like, snuck out of my house, cute, me too. But, like, where were you going? Who were you seeing? Why did you have to sneak out? Mm, expand like, on that shit. Yeah, we want to know. We've saved some others for next week, but we want some more fresh, hot, off-the-press ones. Mm-hmm. Awesome, guys. Well, thank you for listening in again. Make sure you follow us on all of our socials. We've got a TikTok, we've got an Instagram, and then also follow us on all of the podcast platforms so then you get notified when our episode's coming out. Woo! And we have some exciting news coming up on our next episode, so make sure you tune in. Stay tuned. It'll be our confession to you guys. Yes, and it's very exciting for us. So, yeah, thanks again for listening, guys. Have a great week. Bye. Bye. Kate Chandler, marry me.